It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. James here. The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on regretting the past. In episode 88 of the Defective Characters Podcast. Let's go. Gentlemen. Hello. We've almost hit 90 episodes. That's pretty cool. Sweet. You got got a memory that you want to shout out from 1988, Dennis? (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't remember. Did you try skipping school the next year? No, that that was a dark year for me. I try to like lock that deep down in the basement so I never have to see that year again. Was '88 when the <laughs> Berlin Wall crashed? I don't know. When did they bring that down, James? Do you recall? Oh man, I don't know. The only things I remember from 1988 um, is maybe. Beetlejuice. Mm. Um, Whenever I hear 88, I immediately think of Doc Brown. Doc Brown. For 88 miles an hour? Yeah. When this thing gets to 88 miles an hour, we're going to see some serious stuff or something like that. <laughs> My sisters and I watched. That was a pretty good impression. Thanks. I've been working on it. Your sister, your sister and you did what, James? Uh, we watched Willow a lot. Oh, Mad I think that's that Will Smith named his daughter Willow, and I can only imagine it's probably not because of that movie. Probably, I imagine it is about that movie. You think? Maybe. Huh? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty cool name, you know. Especially, uh, especially if you're a celebrity, and you want a name that will uh, will stand out on its own. So. The last Jeep. week, James Dennis, who wants to uh, recall how the last week has been for you? Dennis, you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> <clears throat> Friday, I got my last vaccine shot. One. So Friday night, my arm was hurting and I didn't sleep very well. Maybe a couple hours of sleep because I kept waking up and not going back to sleep. And the next day, you know, I couldn't like lay around in bed all day and try to sleep because my uh, sisters and my nephews came up, which was cool. Like I have like a three month year old nephew that I had never met because of all the COVID stuff. So I met him for the first time. And then I saw like my 15 year old, my 13 year old and my... Uh, I want to say seven or eight year old uh, nephews. So that was cool. I showed my them the Minecraft world that me and James played with, and they were impressed and thought it was all cool. 
so that was a fun day. And then that night, like during the evening when the sun started going down, <clears throat> I still hadn't slept like that all, whole day. And then like I started getting cold sweats and stuff. So I guess it was like a little bit of symptoms from the, from the vaccine shot. And uh, so that night I didn't really sleep very well. So that was kind of blah. But yeah, but then the next, so the next day, then I stayed home. I didn't go and set up the meeting like I normally do. And uh, I just stayed home and went back to sleep. But then when I woke up, I felt a lot better. And then uh, I actually went out of the bubble with James. We went to two stores and I got some new jeans. And that was about it. I finished, I watched Infinity War and Endgame, like back to back. So that was pretty cool. And then I went with James today to get some comic books. So that was my week. It was a pretty big week. Are you feeling you? So how long did it take you to feel better after things? A couple days, two days? Uh, yeah, like it was really like the cold sweats were only like that night. And then if, I would have been able to like, like, get full nights of sleep. Those two nights that I didn't really sleep, I probably would have been just fine. So a lot of it was just a lack of sleep. So once I like, you know, skipped the meeting and went back to sleep and got like a good few hours of sleep, I, I felt fine. So it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Sweet, James. What's new, buddy? Um, yeah, Dennis is very selfish. When I went out, (laughs) he wouldn't stop at GameStop. And I said, okay. And, um, sorry, I just had to get out. Um, to be, to be fair, (laughs) he didn't need anything at GameStop. And we had, we'd already been out for two hours. And the first place we went was a place what that he wanted to go that I didn't want to go. So like I I did pretty good and I was already feeling like I needed to go home. So I, there was no reason to stop at GameStop. Says Dennis. All right. Says me. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I just wanted to clear the record that I wasn't completely selfish in that whole trip. I'm glad you said not completely. Well, not completely. Yeah. I brought I brought Dennis to a comic book place today where all the comics are. 75% off, so he liked that. Um, I went to the doctor's yesterday. I got a clean bill of health. I still have to go get blood work, but um, I lost 30 pounds over this pandemic, and I did it the, the right way, not through drug use, just by dieting and exercising. So that was kind of cool. Were you surprised? I know you knew that you lost, but did you, like – do you have a scale that you weigh yourself on so you knew? Or you're like, yeah, I lost some, but I don't know how much. Yeah, no, I don't have a scale. I just, uh, I know by the pant sizes. I mm. I was under 200, so that was cool. I wow, was, nice. Yeah. When, when you said the number that you lost, I was kind of like surprised. Like, wow, that's a significant amount. 30 pounds. Uh, yeah. I had no idea, but I guess that was pretty cool. 
And I feel I feel like you lost you lost a good amount just by like looking at you in the different times that I saw. It was probably a couple months ago that I noticed, and you've been able to keep it off since, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say? Or do you think it was gradual and pretty even straight through the last? Yeah, year? I think as I got went back to work. What since August, you know, it's definitely been a lot of work too. Um, well, it was it was relatively gradual where I didn't really notice until someone pointed it out. But you know, at work, I don't I don't eat, and I I rarely, you know, remember to drink a protein shake. So like it's it could be eight hours or twelve hours, you know, on my feet, you know, doing cardio the whole time. Uh, where I'm not eating a lot, so it's just it just burns calories like nothing. Yeah. And then we do not support starving yourself to lose weight. Disclaimer. Well, I was never hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but I got home, I ate, and uh, you know what I found when I when I go home and if I eat and I go to sleep on a full belly, which I, I don't think is good for you. My dreams are so much more vivid. It's really weird how that works. Whereas if I go to sleep and I, you know, with an empty stomach, I don't remember anything. Just a little thing I noticed. Hmm. Yeah. Fancy. Indeed. Everything's well, good. Nice. Uh, the last, uh, I was going to say seven days, but probably not seven, probably s- since Thursday night. And I, I don't think I shared this with you guys uh, either. Thursday at 10 p.m., um, I let my girlfriend's dog out. She has an Australian uh, sh- like sheep dog, like a, like a husky. I'm bad with my breeds, but it's, he's 65 pounds. And I let him out at 10 p.m. And my girlfriend's mother was uh, in town visiting. And she said, oh, we should let out Finn, the dog, one more time before bed. And we usually never do that. Um, And she's like, you know, it'll be good. So at 11 o'clock, I already was asleep. Um, They went to the garage to let him out. And he was laying on the ground and had bitten the electrical wires of the garage door and electrocuted himself. And he, he was dead. Oh no. And the dog is only 10 months old. He's a puppy. Oh, Um, and it was, it was super, uh, just to be honest, it was super, super gruesome. Um, yeah, that's horrible. And the dog, the dog's tongue was out of his mouth, and uh, it was just within that hour that he had chewed them and then crawled to the door um, oh. and was laying next to the door, like ten feet away from where the garage door was. Um, All right, and, I'm gonna go cry now. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. It was in. Oh, like when my dog, my dog had to be put down back in August and there was a whole thing. I think I talked about it on here, just how tough it was that I wasn't, I had to like fight to be able to say goodbye to the dog because of the divorce at the time. And so it kicked up a lot of emotions and I was, I've been continuously not trying to be like selfish to the whole thing and handling my stuff. 
like on the side, you know, and being there for her because this was the dog that she got for her boys to be like, you know, she lost her dog in the divorce to her husband and that dog is 10 years old. So she's like, well, we'll get our own dog, you know? And, uh, I think today is the plan of telling them that the dog died. Oh, Um, they weren't there. They were. So, and that's by the grace of God, right? Usually I let the dog out at 10 o'clock at night. And then at six o'clock in the morning before school, they open the garage and let the dog out. And Mm -hmm. instead her mom was there and suggested to let the dog out again. And there would have been no reason to necessarily let the dog out again because at that time the dog's usually relaxing and just sleeping in his crate in the garage where it's nice and cool. You know, the temperatures that we had last week at night, it got down to like 60, like really nice. He had blankets and everything. And, um, there was just something that in her that made her be like, maybe we should let the dog out. And, I'm grateful that that happened, but it was really painful uh, to to watch and 11 o'clock at night, like not knowing what to do. Everything's, you know, shut down. And it's like, what do you, the dog's definitely passed. And so I just looked up the 24 hour vet down the road and uh, we cremated the dog and got a little thing uh, put together. But it was like that night was like no sleep, you know. And just yeah. trying to be there for her and kind of urging her. She's like, well, maybe I should wait until uh, the boys come back after they go with their dad. So that way I have more time when I don't have to work and can be there for them. And I'm like, it's it's been excruciating to watch the pain that she's in, not knowing how to tell the boys, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a difficult thing, but I'm grateful for the program to tell me to get out of myself and to be of service through all this, you know? Um, Cause I mean, if the role was reversed, I wouldn't be able to think straight. And if I could have somebody that was like, okay, here's the nearest vet, get in the car. We're going right now. Um, that would have been a big help for me. So I tried to just be that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was, um, it was painful. And I wish I was the one that opened the garage door and saw that. So that way I, I, cause she just keeps replaying it over and over and over in her head. Um, it's, it's painful. So, you know, I'm grateful the program kind of teaches us to, to be there for other people when they're going through stuff, you know, anytime that they reach out or need help. Um, so that's what, that's what went on with me. And, uh, I came up with a couple topics this week, um, and sent them to you guys and regretting the past was one, um, that came up, I think because of the dog passing away and it always comes up, uh, you know, in the literature, it says, you know, we, what is it? We do not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Um, and I have to always remind myself to not like dwell in the past, you know, regretting the past. I think it's fair to say to some extent, everyone has not, wanted what you know we did in the past when we were out there to happen you know uh, but but there's nothing you can do i i can tell you that i do regret many things i did when i was drinking and honestly some things i did in early sobriety that i wish that i handled better um 
you know, I made amends to those things um, and living amends to things that, um, you know, people I shouldn't make those amends to, but it doesn't fully take it away. And like, I have a, I have a real tough time when I think of the, not to be dramatic, but like the carnage of the relationships in the past. And there are some people that because I moved, they don't necessarily see a change um, in me and just having to kind of accept that, you know what, this is just what it is. So if this person doesn't accept an apology uh, for things that I used to do, there's nothing I can do. Like, how do you not, how do you not regret those things if they don't accept uh, uh, amends that you make? I guess that's a question for you guys. Like, how how to to get out of yourself um, when you find yourself regretting the past, even though we say that we don't want to anymore. Or are you specifically talking about making ends and then? Yeah, well, like something. like like really any regrets of, of actions that we did in the past that you can't take back because you already did. Yeah, I mean the way I look at it is like you know there's obviously a ton of stuff that I had done that I wish I wouldn't have done. And hopefully like going in the future in the same situation, I won't do again, but like, it's kind of the old adage. A lot of the stuff that we did is one, we didn't know better in our naivety, like childlike ways where we didn't necessarily see the effects that we have on other people. And some of those incidences that we did where we feel shame and guilt about it or whatever is when we learned those lessons, you know what I'm saying? So they were like learning lessons that we became better people, hopefully when we come out of them, you know, some of the things I did, I did repeatedly and it took me a while to learn those lessons, but you know, it's the kind of the old cliche too, is like all those things that we had gone through has brought us to the point that we're at. You know, and right now where we are now, we are better human beings than we ever were at any point in our life, you know, and it took, you know, the bad stuff that happened to us and the stuff that we've done to other people and stuff to get us here, you know, and it's, it doesn't justify what we did, but it's, but we learn from it, hopefully, you know, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. What do you think, James? Yeah, I'm going to, well, I kind of disagree with that. We didn't know what we were doing. I think, you know, once we reach a certain level, we know what we're doing. We just choose the negative route because it's easier, softer, and it makes us feel good. And um, so ultimately, you know, we do that, but the drugs and alcohol, they just kind of the mask the underlying feeling you're like well you know it feels good so you know i don't really care who it hurts right now and um as far as like you know regretting the past and you know if people don't accept your amends you know my sponsor our sponsor is like you know you just do the best you can and clean your side of the street and if they don't accept it you move on do not waste another minute with that person. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's your family, whoever. 
Um, <clears throat> for me, I've been lucky. Like, you know, when I make amends, it, it, it usually went well. Um, with my ex, um, it was kind of like, uh-huh, okay, now what are you going to do? So it was like, now I make living amends. That means, you know, just doing everything I can to make sure she and the children are taken care of and, and never doing the, the same kind of crap that I did before. Um, but today, you know, I don't have, I don't have regrets for the past, you know, do I wish I would have done things different sometimes, but it really doesn't matter because, the, you know, I've got this superpower where I can stay in the moment today. And it's really so much better today than it was, I don't know, I'd say four years ago when I was just learning all this new stuff, you know, our sponsor really helped me to learn uh, the art of meditation, to stay in the present moment. He gave me so many good references and books and, um, you know, it, it helps, you know, when you're in the present and you keep your mind calm, it's so much better than, you know, replaying the past or worrying about the future. And um, I just have a lot of peace today because of that. So do you, do you find it's not that you, I know you say you like, you don't regret the past, but is it more that you just don't get affected by regrets if, if, and whenever they pop up? Or there's just nothing. Yes. Yeah, I would say that. I don't like if they, as fast as they come up, they leave in, in an instant. It's, and my wife even tells me that she, she wishes she had that, that gift because she will, something will happen to her. And she's not here to defend herself, but, you know, just like this happened yesterday, something happened at work. And, and she replays it in her head and she'll do it like maybe eight more times. And she just doesn't understand why the people aren't doing what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, I was like, and I, even when she brings this up to me, I just, I've learned Dennis and I do the same thing. We try to help her and like give her the right answers, but she just wants to be listened to. <laughs> She's like, I'm not asking for advice. I'm just telling you that I keep living this over and over again. I was like, my advice now to her is, did, did you pray? Just go to God. You know, he's the only one that can help you. <laughs> he's mm. the only one that can help. And, and she can't get mad at that. And, um, but I don't have that. I don't, if someone, <clears throat> like, because things will come up at work, mainly at work. Let's just be real. The shit goes down at work. And um, when something happens to me, you know, I'll, I'll hash it out with the other people at work, but you know, I'll, I'll get over it, you know, by, I will never bring it home with me. Well, sometimes, I do. but you know, it's, it's never a big deal, really. It's just more like a feeling of unfairness or, you know, how dare they do this to me when really it's nothing personal, which goes back to one of the four agreements. Don't take anything personal. Mm. I don't know if I'm getting off track, but um... no, I mean, I think I think we're in the, the same wheelhouse. I, I'm doing my best to be I mentioned to be of service to my girlfriend that lost her dog. But she, right now she has so much regret and guilt because she's like, you know, why? Um, 
another option instead of the dog sleeping in the garage, you know, and having that space with his blankets and everything was to, which a lot of people do, they crate their dog inside at night and that's where they sleep. And we have a, I mean, it's a massive crate that could probably fit without exaggeration, the three of us in it and you could shut the door and the dog is only 65 pounds and she's like, why am I, what, am I such a neat freak? The dog could have been inside the house. I killed the dog. And she kept saying that and having that regret. And I'm trying to take that away from her using some of the program, you know, but it's, it's really tough. You know, it's, you know, it's not just a, um, it's not just something that alcoholics and addicts have is regret. You know, everybody has it. Um, and I just, I don't know how to take that away. You know, often it's, oh, you know, it's, it's God's plan. And people get so mad if someone dies and then you like now, right now, today, I totally get that. Truthfully, something tragic could happen to you guys or a family member or a friend or a member of the fellowship. And I would know that that purpose you know, of that person was the time that they had here, you know, but I don't know how to take away the regret that like she's feeling of it. One thing that I've learned, you know, being married and sometimes, you know, you don't have to know the right thing to say. Sometimes you just need to be there and to lend an ear and, and to be loving and supportive, like, you know, pray on it, you know, Ask God, like, what would be a good thing to say right now? Mm. Nothing comes. Don't say anything. Just be like, just say I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. It's sometimes we want to fix it because we see the people that we love hurting, but but they don't need to be fixed. They just need to work through their emotions sometimes, and then Mm. work it out on them on their own. And And my, I mean, my God has has a funny sense of humor too you know like some of the ideas he gives me is oh i should change my ringtone to who let the dogs out and it's like no, no. Not, it's not, not the time you know? <laughs> <laughs> these are not okay though i mean the baja men really fantastic it's probably not the time i've got no. my dog in my garage and the two cats and um you know mind you they're not puppies or kittens i i i'm gonna go and there's wires exposed but they've never chewed on them now i'm kind of concerned <laughs> yeah <clears throat> dennis do you have any advice young puppies like to chew on things so it sucks yeah but <clears throat> it's not her fault it's not anything that you could foresee or be aware of especially if you've never been through it before But like, it's, you know, it's like James said, in that particular situation, all you can do is be there for her, be their shoulder for her to cry on, try to reinforce the idea that it's not her fault. And then just like, she'll work through it, you know? Yeah. At least she's not running to a bottle to try to heal it, you know? For sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's never any answers in any of those. It's, it's, it's funny. Like when I was drinking, I used to think that, you know, Whenever I had a problem, you know, bottles were like cereal boxes with a prize at the bottom. You know, yeah. they were never. I never yeah. found one. You know, no. 
not even as sometimes tequila has a worm at the bottom, but that's just then you just got worms. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you right. have there. Was there anything that you struggled with early in um, sobriety, Dennis, that you regretted? Um, well, and you I had to accept. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like there's countless things, you know what I'm saying? Because like for me, the whole experience was like an awakening in a way, right? So I kind of like went through a good portion of my life, like very self-centered. I just did whatever I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And like when it was obviously and it like had negative effects on people, I tried to be the best person I could but I was very self-centered. So whenever I like got sober and especially like the, like the way I got sober on my own and, and not feeling well, and it was in isolation a lot. I did it. It was a lot of self-reflection that went along with that. So it was like, like everything I did, I regretted, you know, I regretted skipping school when I was younger. I, I regretted for like bullying my brother. I regretted for like relationship stuff with ex-girlfriends. I regretted just the way I conducted my life, stealing from my parents, stealing from stores, you know, like just all these things that I did over and over and over again. So it was a lot of regret there, but I think it's like, you know, it's, it's it's almost like going through the steps and learning it. And like the, the one of the step nine promises that you already mentioned of like, we will not regret the past or shut the door on it. And I think while y'all were sharing, like that kept ringing in my head and a lot. And like the concept of like, you know, I found like value in it, if that makes any sense. In the sense that, like, yes, the things that I did were bad. The way I lived my life was bad and stuff. But now that I'm past that and I don't live that way anymore, act that way anymore to the best of my ability, um, I it, it now has value, right? Because I'm not that same person. But, like, because I lived that life and I have those experiences – I can now, like, I don't need to lock it in the basement like the 1988 year that I mentioned earlier. I can unpack that and be aware of it, forgive myself for it. And I think that's a very important thing that I had to learn is I had to learn to forgive myself, you know, because other people were already forgiven me. And I had to, the hardest thing was to forgive myself for that stuff. But like, but now that I like can do that, I can see that they have value. Because because of those experiences, because of those things, is like I can help someone else get past that regret or get past that guilt and that shame and stuff and, and live a better life, you know? Yeah. Makes, makes sense to me. I think it's just knowing that, um, like I said, I just don't dwell in it. There's stuff that comes up that I regret and I'm like, ah wish I did that, that better. And I make amends if I need to, and then I move on from it. You know, there, there isn't now that I have a few 24 hours removed, um, from the first time that I did my ninth step, the stuff that comes up, I'm able to wipe it off the board as fast 
as I can, you know, and there's stuff that comes up. There's thankfully there's people in my life inside and outside the program that are like, yeah, don't you think you could have dealt with that a little better? Um, and some of those people are super, super sensitive. And I actually think about it and I'm like, you know, if it's real and it's true, then I do make that. If it's not, then, then I don't have to, to worry about it. You know, I don't, I don't beat myself up like I used to, you know, I, um, I was the variety of, uh, you know, putting the bat down was what my first sponsor and current sponsors say all the time. And even Danny has told his story here. Uh, it's like, you know, put the bat down, you know, you're, uh, the, the statement of nobody knows you more than you also, nobody beats you up, you know, more than you do. And that was, that was me. Yeah, uh, that's very I true. Would, I would do that all the time. So just because, you know, I'm an alcoholic doesn't mean that everybody can treat me like crap. Um, and I think for a while, especially in my last relationship, I used to think, well, I deserve this, you know, um, and I know I deserve more uh, nowadays. So, and be of service to others is a great reminder of that. So that, um, that I can do that, you know, I can get out of myself. I feel like if you're regretting stuff, you're thinking about yourself, right? Like how do you regret stuff of the past? If you're not actually thinking about yourself. Good point. Yeah, but sometimes at dark, there's dark nights alone in silence, things, it pops up, you know. Turn the lights on, Dennis. Well, I got to go to sleep. <laughs> you can't regret in your sleep unless you're dreaming and you're regretting in your dreams. And no, I'm just saying real. those quiet moments, you are alone. You know what I'm saying? You're your mind, like the past does pop up in your mind. You don't necessarily have control over it all the time. Yeah. But it's about how we when those thing memories do popped up, what we do with them, you know, mm. give them to God, give yep. them to God. move a muscle, change of thought. Yep. Is there anything else we want to touch on, but they're regretting the past. Well, I got a little story that I think is Ooh. interesting. I like it's that. Like, we have like a friend of ours, someone that we know, an old timer and goes to our home group. And, you know, I've known him for what, almost four years now. And, and he would share, you know, and everyone knows like, this is a guy who likes to talk and people like to listen to him. So, like, I've heard a lot of his story. I believe did he he might have shared a story on our thing, but I'm not sure about that. I have to go back and look. But um, but he would always share. And he, there's always one thing that he said. He's like, you know, I, I still have a regret and I just can't get rid of it. It's there. You know, and then he would try to dance around it and like move on. But he never really said what that regret was. But it had to do with basically his children or whatever. But it had been like 20 something years since he had like talked to one of his children. And it was never going to be repaired. Right. But, you know, he just kept going about his day, doing the next right thing and stayed sober and lived a good life. And then, like, just recently, all of that was cleared up to where his child contacted him and they met up and repaired their relationship. And, like, instantly that one last regret was taken care of, like, 25 years later. You know, and it's it's kind of, you know, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly kind of thing. 
you know, and, 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 and it's, to me personally, that was a very hopeful story. You know what I'm saying? Because like, even though like we're all like in what, four or five years sober and it's like, we still have these regrets that pop up and we, and stuff like that. But it kind of gives me hope if we continue to do what we're doing and continue to do the next right thing and, and live a good life. I believe, I truly believe that in, in God's time, all of that's going to be taken care of the way that he wants it taken care of, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that is good. And it's something that to know that it does, doesn't always work out that way. You know, it could have worked out the other way where he reached out or she, she never reached out and then he passed away and it wasn't able to, to happen. And I'm glad it could have, but I like the happy endings. I obviously, (laughs) it's an obvious thing, but but you know what? Life isn't always rainbows, unicorns, and cats drinking milk. All right, I'm trying to sprinkle a little hope here, and you're all just like (laughs) Captain Hooking it, death man. Like, what? (laughs) Let us have our fairy. Dennis is like, can can you stop describing in detail how the death looked in the garage? (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even get to the best part i'm kidding no no i'm not i'm not heartless i'm just i'm like messed up you know it's i'm trying to to work through a lot here guys give me a break you know Um, we're here for you mike yeah i mean i'm I'm grateful for that you know and i i feel bad for everybody that is listening it's just like I think I think I'll find the unsubscribe button sometime soon. Um, oh, don't, don't kid yourself. We don't have any subscribers. Yeah. No, no, we do. Yeah. We do. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We definitely we do. do. I mean, you guys don't even listen to this afterwards. So, you know, of the of of the almost 90 episodes, I think you guys have listened to. Well, Dennis has listened to his a couple times. Episode. Two. I mean, well, that one I I play on repeat when I try to go to sleep. Oh sure. To keep to keep the demons at bay. Yeah, yeah. It's it subsides the pain. You know? Yeah, I like it. Um, well, that's a good story, and uh, I I'll end it there. Is there anything you want to add in, James? There is indeed. I'm just um, so happy that we can we can live today with integrity, and we we do a lot today where we can wake up and. And not regret tomorrow because, you know, we don't do a bunch of shitty things, you know. And when we do our steps honestly and thoroughly and we make amends through the steps, we, we, we tend not to regret the past, which is wonderful. Uh, some things, if, if they slip through the cracks and we don't make all our amends, they're going to pop up. And when they get done, they're going to be gone. So... Uh, live with integrity today, uh, you know, be honest and truthful and you're not going to regret what you did yesterday. It's a good rule of thumb for me. Yeah. That, that brings up a very interesting thought too. If we like really like stop and think about it, most of the things that we regret that are like still lingering, lingering there are like, there's like time there. You know what I'm saying? They are literally in the past, right? But like, I remember a time where I was waking up like, every day from blacked out or whatever and not knowing what I did the night before and having that guilt and shame of like, Oh shit, what did I do this time? Kind of thing. Like every day, 
you know? So it's, it's almost better that like, you know, like if I really think about that, I'm grateful that, that, that these regrets are in the past and not happening every day like they used to, you know? Yeah. You got, you guys brought up a lot of good points today. Proud we do the, we do the best we can. Proud of you both. Uh, One day at a time. Dennis, is somebody <laughs> blowing on you? Is this what's happening? <laughs> oh, I'm outside and the wind picked up a little bit. I would much prefer there to be somebody blowing on you. It's peaches. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's what's happening? I wasn't going to mention it because this is a PG show, but there is. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Good. I'm sorry. I apologize for that joke. I regret no, it instantly. It's okay. Tell them, <laughs> tell them I say hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. Boom. Um, We'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you with episode 89. With an effective character, is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, the past is like a rearview mirror, and the future is the windshield for a reason. And we'll see you next time. You guys, you guys ever hear that? No, I haven't. What's that mean? <laughs> huh? Because the rearview mirror is so small, but the windshield is so big. But you didn't so look at the oh. windshield. Don't look through the, the rear view mirror. But what about all the bugs on the windshield? All right. Well, that's <laughs> you had to take it there. I'm sorry. <laughs>